Welcome to the podcast New Work and Sustainability. My name is Nicole Helmerich and I accompany leaders and teams to connect and co-create meaningfully and to grow, bringing themselves and their business forward. I help organizations to transform in a sustainable and people-centered way. Let us think organization as a living system. In this podcast, we'll explore cutting-edge new work practices and sustainability practices for your organization, for your team, and for you as a leader. This episode today is a new work hack. It is a so-called learning hack. What is this format about? It's a short episode on a specific hack you can use when leading in transformation, when working with groups and teams on change when leading a sustainability transition of an organization. I will address new work practices or sustainability practices. Today, we have a new work hack on liberating structures. How to start your LS journey with one, two, four, all. This is for beginners as well as for LS pros. Before we get started, let us first check in, as we always do in this podcast. Why? This helps us to get present and to get focused on what we would like to do today. Today, we do an inner check-in with ourselves. Well, if I'm not checked in with myself, it's hard to establish relationship with others and to nourish trust. So put differently, if I do not connect with myself, how can I connect with others? So let's start with ourselves today. There are many ways to do this. I invite you to explore which way works well for you. I also invite you to take responsibility for yourself. I do not see you, so please check whether this works for you or not. Stop it if it does not work for you anytime. Today, I offer a body shape. Some of you might know this from Qigong or yoga. Stand up if you can. Feel the connection of your feet to the floor. Straighten your posture without getting stiff. Imagine your body being a continuation of the room and connected to the ceiling. Close your eyes if you can and start to shake your whole body. The shaking impulse comes from the knees and from your ankles. Shake for a minute and note what this does to your body. Do not stiffen your knees and do not forget to breathe. So I invite you to put on your timer for a minute and to shake for a minute, pause this episode and then come back. Welcome back for the ones who tried out the body shake. So let's jump into the new work hack, liberating structures, how to get started with one, two for all. When I work with leaders and teams and transformation and change, I regularly use liberating structures or in short also called LS. It's an approach that enables groups to work in a more agile way, learn how to self-organize and LS supports new forms of learning and team development. Today, I will share what LS is and how it matters, and I will share a liberating structure called One, Two, For All, which is one of the core structures you can easily learn and use in your team. This is a learning hack for beginners as well as for pros. So, why LS? It allows to include everybody in the generating of ideas and coming up with solutions. With LS, you include the knowledge and experience of everybody in the room, You can address complex problems and engage in sense-making in your team with an iterative and time-boxed approach. How exactly? Well, you have 33 liberating structures that you can also find online. 
there's sort of a menu you can choose from. You can go either onto our website, I will share the link, or you can download the app and you can get more examples also of use cases. You can join our community of practice and learn LS hands-on, either online or face-to-face in our user groups. I will also make sure to put that link in the show notes. Also keep listening to this podcast because this is the start of a series and I will present all of the 33 liberating structures and also more LS in development hands-on with how to exactly use them. So today, this is hands-on, how do you use one, two for all? You need an invitation. Let me give you an example. So this could be a question like, what are things in our team that work well? If you make an invitation, make sure to post just one question, one at a time. There are different ways to do LS. You can do it face-to-face, you can do it online, or you can do it hybrid. So I will walk you through each of those versions because they slightly differ. First, let's talk about the in-person setting. One, two, four, all tells you about the sequence, the different parts, and also about the minutes. So one means all by yourself, one minute on your own, Write down your ideas, one idea per post-it. Two from the one, two for all means in pairs of two, and you have two minutes to share your ideas, to find commonalities and differences. And if you come up with more ideas, write one idea per post-it. Four from the one, two for all is a group of four, and you have four minutes and you share your ideas from the group of two, you find the commonalities and the differences. And the all is rejoining the whole group, and all together you share your ideas from the groups of four, and you could ask what stood out for you, what ideas surprised you, what ideas attract your attention. If you are not used to time boxing, add for each step that I just described two to three minutes. And then you reduce the time once you get more comfortable with the time boxing. Also, give the responsibility of the time boxing into the groups. Have them use their cell phones to time box each step. Here, if we do that face-to-face, it is good to have chairs you can move around. You could already have everybody sit in groups of four, and then the iteration between one on your own, two in groups of two, And then four, group of four, is easier to handle. Make sure to have a flip chart or whiteboard to harvest the ideas in the all part of the one, two, for all. You can also give folks post-its to write on them while they are working in the one, two, or four. You can bring up all of the post-its up front. Then you can also put those post-its onto the whiteboard. And then you can also, if needed, ultimately vote on them, prioritize them in a next step. If needed, you can even run the one, two, for all more than one time to work on a larger challenge with a set of sub-questions, and then you would use one sub-question for each of the complete round. So if you had three sub-questions, you could run one, two, for all three times in a row. Let us look at the second setting, the online setting. You can use Zoom or you can use MS Teams or any other software that allows for breakout rooms. 
Here in this online setting, we have adapted the step a little bit to an easier online version. So instead of one, two, four, all, we do the steps one, three, all. How does this work? One on your own would still be in the main room. And while everybody on his or her own are working, the facilitator or you as a host can set up the breakout rooms and then send folks to the breakout. The breakout rooms are set up for groups of three. In Zoom, it is easier to handle the breakout rooms, so hosts and co-hosts can set them up. If you are dealing with MS Teams, make sure that the person who's supposed to do the breakout rooms has also set up the event link, because only then they have the rights to do that. And if you set up breakout rooms, irrespectively of which software, it's always good to be in a group of two, meaning one person speaks, the other one is making the breakouts. But if you're a big multitasker, you can also do this all at once. But if you have never done it before, get yourself some help. Then after the three, you come back all in the main room and there you collect the results. You can do this if you work with a virtual whiteboard and post-its. You could uh, have a whiteboard prepared for each group of three, and then you could have that harvest together on the virtual whiteboard. Or if you don't use a whiteboard, use the chat. So in the group of three, you can use the chat for your ideas. Bring this chat over to the main room and then also share all of the ideas in the chat of the main room. There was you can have that harvest. In this setting, it is always good not to only use the chat, but also to let people speak when we are in the all of the one, three, all. If you think about in terms of minutes, it could make sense to have two minutes on your own, four to five minutes in the group of three, and then five to seven minutes in the all, depending on your prior experience of time boxing. Let us move to this third option, the hybrid setting. Yes, it also works in a hybrid setting. So if you are an online pro, try it out with the hybrid setting. If you have never done it before, maybe test it online only or face-to-face First, if you go hybrid, take the one three all from the online setting and use this one. And start by having groups of three, where first you do your one, as you always do. Everybody is online in the same software, the ones that are, uh, everybody has their own device in front of them, their own computer or cell phone, and is logged into Zoom or logged into MS Teams. So hybrid means everybody is online. So the one you do on your own. And then when you do groups of three, it's nice to start out and test it out with groups of three from folks that are joining from somewhere else. So put them together online and then go offline with the groups that are in the big meeting room. So have them form groups of three, let them get back online after the three for the all, all in the software device. So how do you do your groups when you do three? You ask folks that are in the main room, in the main meeting room, to step out of the online software device and step back in only for all. If that was too complicated, just contact me and I'm happy to tell you more about it, how this works. All right, I hope you have tried it out. If you haven't, you can also stop the episode here, try it out first, and then listening, listen to some more insights of why one, two for all is so powerful. Why is one, two for all so powerful? Well, it allows us to get into a flow due to the time boxing. It is efficient 
because it is result-driven and the results in this case are the ideas and they're gathered and documented throughout the iteration one, two, four, and also in the all. It is powerful because it includes the knowledge and experience and the ideas of everybody in the room. All voices are heard, so the louder ones and the more silent ones, because you create a small safe space with the small groups for everybody to contribute. Where would you apply the structure if you want to test it out? You could apply it in your regular team meetings or in workshops. Let's go for the team meeting setting. First, you let everybody design the agenda that way. So you run a one, three, all to come up with the points of the agenda. And then you can take each agenda point and use one, two for all or one, three, all to go through it. If you need to make a decision, you can include this into the all with a specific decision-making procedure or voting. If you need to deep dive with one specific agenda item, you can also use, for example, LS Conversation Cafe to make sense of things before deciding on how to act on it. If the agenda element needs an action afterwards, make sure to have a person or a group responsible to implement it. Try it out and let me know how it worked out for you. Would you like more liberating structures? Join our international online user group called LS Go Online. We meet monthly and make sure to put the link down in the show notes. Join me live at hashtag play for teen in Zurich 2023, September 21st to 23 to practice LS in person. I also share this link in the show notes. And contact me and I'm happy to bring LS to your teams. If you would like a deep dive, revisit episode four of this podcast for a deep dive on LS. If you like what you heard, tell me about it and let's continue the conversation over LinkedIn. Come back next time and recommend the show to your colleagues and friends.